Hey guys, and welcome to the Posh Cockney Podcast. Hospitality news brought to you by the Industry Titans. And this week we have Charity Massey on the line. Um, I've worked with Charity a few times over the years and she's fantastic. She's one of the nicest people in the industry. And uh, we're going to touch base with her and see what she's up to right now and how the coronavirus has affected her and her business. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, uh, Charity Massey, to the Posh Cockney podcast. Thanks for being our guest this week. Some of you that are listening to this show won't know that me and Charity actually worked together. You drafted me into the proud fold about a year ago, Charity. Is it that long? Oh, my goodness. And what have you been focusing on since then? On brand and business development, on uh, new shows and ideas, uh, new creative ideas and, and some senior level recruitment although no one as good as you since you left of course of course um and then independently of that I also work with a couple of entrepreneurs um including also someone that you know a small vodka brand and then I do work can can you name names can I name names pure vodka oh of course yes the the great the great pure vodka (laughs) great pure vodka um and then some you know some independent consultancy projects for entrepreneurs and startups um yeah sort of very much looking to support new talent in the industry. What's your biggest project right now? What, what have you been working on? My, my, my biggest project most and most recently actually was... Are, are you still Proud. working with Proud? Yes, yeah, still working with Proud um, for my sins. I work as an independent consultant for them on, and on a variety of projects. And the most interesting one has been the launch of the new Cabaret All-Stars show fronted by the fabulous Denise Van Uden. So that has been very exciting. Um, slightly slightly on pause for the moment, but coming back stronger by the end of the summer. We'll come back to that why it's on pause. But uh, yeah, I saw the marketing for that Denise Van Uden show. It looks quite cool. What's it called? So it's Cabaret All-Stars, um, and you know, which is a, a, a fantastic vehicle for all of the really fabulous international award-winning cabaret talent that Proud has on its stages, you know, hence the name All Stars. Yeah. Uh, so it's a rotating cast with some of the biggest names in cabaret, including Jolie Papillon and uh, Betsy Rose, um, our own Jessie Katz, uh, yeah. and then Pie the Mime and some other acrobatic and circus performers will be slotted in. And then it is currently... And, uh, and will be again hosted by Denise Van Uden, who is, as we all now know, the most fantastic singer and compare. Um, but so it's I, just... didn't, I didn't know she was had any ambitions to be in the cabaret world at all. So how did that come about? Did you source that or was it uh, an well, actually, Alex Proud production? That was an Alex Proud initiative. Denise is an old friend um, of Proud, has enjoyed many fantastic nights there. Yeah. Um, she's always been keen to explore uh, you know, the cabaret world and has this amazing talent, which I, would, I didn't know about either. And uh, she came to a show and I think it was a, it, they, they freestyled it. They, they saw the opportunity of an amazing collaboration. I think they both always admired each other from a distance and wanted to work together. And then along with Jess Talbot-Smith, who is our in-house choreographer, as well as a performer, she performs under the name Jessie Katz. Jess and Denise yeah. have developed the show together. So it's really exciting. I mean, I think Proud has always been good at innovating, um, moving forward and, uh, and coming up with new ideas. They've never wanted to stand still, never been afraid to try something new. And Denise is the same. So you've got this very organic and authentic collaboration. And, I, and it's going to be very interesting because it's quite raw to get up and do something different every night. It's not a scripted show. So, really? um, so it's really exciting. An audience could come week after week and see. Don paused temporarily and be back bigger than ever in the summer. But the very, you know, the, the very exciting thing about this show is that unlike most 
shows you'll see in the West End, it isn't scripted. It does change every week. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of ad-libbing and freestyling and, uh, you know, sort of organic um, transition that happens. So, you know, you come see it one week, you come see it the next, you will see something completely different, not just because there are different performers um, and, and that, that changes week to week, but also because the show itself it responds to the audience. It's interactive. It's a, it's a real piece of art. And I, I recommend you come see it soon. Amazing. And I will come and check it out soon. Um, so, look, we can't do a conversation without talking about the current um, climate and, and what's happening to the hospitality industry right now. So it's the, it's the big C and it's uh, coronavirus. Um, how, how has that affected you personally and, uh, and obviously the, what, what you're working on right now? So in terms of what we're working on right now, it, it's, it has caused a, um, it, you know, it, we all know it is inevitable that there is going to be a temporary hiatus for the whole of the West End. It's not exclusive to any one of us. And I think we should take comfort in that. Yeah. Um, I was talking today uh, to another freelancer. I, you know, I myself am a consultant. My work depends on there being a thriving industry or industries because I work across industries, but everyone is equally affected. And I think... I think actually that's a positive. It's, there's no one industry that is suffering more than any other. I think for the entertainment and hospitality industry, though, you know, everybody is a bit up in arms at the moment because we're seeking greater assurance and comfort from the government that will be supported through this. Because I think if sure. we are, this is a really robust industry. It's ridden out worst um, economic crashes, you know, that it's seen through wars. People yeah. are survivors. People are used to adapting yeah. with with the appropriate support. There will be no problem here. And, the, you know, people after we've come out the other side of any isolation period or, you know, social distancing for however long that lasts. And obviously we all respect the fact that it needs to in order to protect all the vulnerable people in this country. Mm. We'll come out the other side of it. And the first thing people are going to want to do is enjoy themselves and see each other. And the hospitality trade will bounce back without any problems. But right now, myself, like everyone else, it's it's looking at the uh, looking at the horizon and trying to be imaginative. So we are proud, uh, for example, uh, we're looking at what we might be able to do online, whether we could potentially either stream or video and promote uh, some of the shows so we can give the performers an ongoing platform to their audience really? and give, yeah, and give the audience something to enjoy because, you know, people are going to be looking for interaction and connection and, you know, during hard times, the, you know, the world of art and cabaret is, is you know, really fantastic, light relief. So, that's something we're exploring at the moment. Watch this space. And I know that other theatres and West End venues are looking at doing the same thing. And, and yeah. you know, that's, that's you know, Proud is very good at that. It's sort of thinking on its feet and, and being adaptable. I've seen also that, as earlier mentioned, Pure Vodka, who we both know, um, is doing some online insights um, and, and, and blogs, some content that people can tap into while they're seeking you know, some both education and, and interaction. So I think that everyone is starting to be more imaginative. Everyone's looking at other ways they can connect. I think that's yeah. the human spirit, isn't it? You find a way. Yeah, for sure. I think this, this, this time in our lives now, I think everyone is having to think outside the box. You're right. Um, and yeah, I mean, you, you speaking, you've always been very, very, very positive when you, when you speak, um, obviously knowing you and you do lots of freelance work, this must have hit you quite hard in, in, in yeah really in ways. really hard yeah. yeah I mean there's a you know you have that you have those few days where you think this is going to be fine and then you then you think oh no it's not <laughs> and yeah can yeah. I survive and then you think of course I can um but it's that difference you know it's the not wanting to sound 
uh, too flippant about what is a very serious period for all of us. It's the it's the stoic attitude. It's not why is this happening to me, but what can I learn from it? So for me, I'm seeing this as a nudge towards um, you know towards finding new directions, towards being adaptable. Where do I need to upskill in order to survive this? And I think that all of us need to think about that. For me, I have for a long time thought that though my strength has always been in client-facing, client relationships, customer value. Uh, I've done a lot of event marketing, a lot of very high-profile, large-scale events as an example. I'm very good at at logistics uh, and organisation and being on the ground and working with people. But a lot of that is going to be on hold for a while. So for me, I now need to recognise the fact that though I've always probably shied away from the more strategic side of digital marketing, because I've always worked with fantastic, uh, you know, uh, skilled digital marketeers, Now I need to look at that and think maybe it's time that I nudge myself towards upskilling. Maybe I need to learn more about other parts of the industry. And maybe we all need to think about ways that we can Mm. take some of those experiential sides of marketing and some of the events and some of the content and some of the entertainment and take it to our customers rather than expecting them to come to us because it's not going to be possible for a while. And hence, so for me, you know, you if you adapt you survive and life's always been like that and i i'm taking this as a positive nudge towards greater knowledge and new directions i think you're right i think that for me person on a personal note i think the family time has been um it's something that's quite refreshing you don't you, we we work nocturnal hours most of the time and and you're dealing with clients up until the early hours i know you you're like you're very similar Absolutely, um, but, yeah. but to be able to work from home right now and sort of see see my daughter and, and my wife it's it's actually a blessing in disguise so i know there's lots of people out there that are really affected by this but you have to try and see the positives in you have in life. to yeah i mean i'm actually um so quite recently in order to to really give my consultancy business a chance, I looked at ways in which I could consolidate costs, you know, sort of just streamline what I was doing and, and take my ego out of the room and think about what was best for my business. And I actually moved home. I'm living currently with my parents, which is which initially you think, can I do this? <laughs> and actually, is this, is this where I put the violin on the, on the podcast? <laughs> um, but it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. because I've got my mum is an artist, my dad's a writer. I'm in a creative environment and I happen to be really close to the sea in the middle of the countryside. I am surrounded by creative inspiration here. Yeah. And I'm using this as an opportunity to connect with, you know, for many years I've worked in a business where I've either been on a plane or, as you say, working nighttime hours and weekends have gone by where I've promised to see them, haven't been able to, haven't been able to see old friends. For the last week, I have been calling every friend I haven't seen in a long time to check in on them. Are you okay? What's happening with you? Do you need anything? Having conversations that go on for an hour and the last time I spoke to them was for two minutes at a party because, of course, when you see people a lot of the time, you don't really talk because you don't have time. It's, it's, you're absolutely right. It puts your priorities in order. And sometimes, uh, you know, yeah. it's that, you know, from what comes from a crisis, it makes you see what's important, doesn't it? For sure. Yeah, there's, there's, there's lots to take out of it if you want to. But obviously, you know, there's, there's, there is some, lots of negativity as well. So tell me one thing about you in, in hospitality. What is your, what's your goals for the next two, three years? Because you're, you're always, you, every time we get together, people that listen to the show right now don't know that we, we, we talk on a regular basis. We get together for coffees and, and talk about what, we're, what's, what the plans are. And you've always been a big goal setter. Um, what, what's Charity Matty got in store for the <laughs> well, next two, I three think, years? 
So, I mean, actually, for me, very personally, however interesting this is to anybody else, I've been I've been recognising the fact, as I said, actually, a couple of minutes ago, that the world is changing and, and the way people consume content is, is shifting. I think there's both an opportunity in the future once we're at the other side of um, the, the viral shutdown <laughs> for greater yeah. connection and interaction, because I think people are seeking more and more and more people are seeking authentic experiences. I also think we need to to recognise it's a global world and we need to connect more online and people need to look at how this situation is going to change how they work and how they interact. And I, so for me, I want to see if I can move a lot more of my business online and work more remotely. I would like to expand mm-hmm. internationally. Um, I, you know, work, working with the companies I do, uh, Proud, Pure and, and other entrepreneurs has been fantastic because I've moved out of a much larger corporate environment to work with um, small and medium enterprises and entrepreneurs. So for me, I'd like to do more in the startup community. I'd really? like to, yeah, I'd really like to understand more about I think, business I think growth you, and I development. Think, I think you'd offer so much there, really, because you're uh, you have a unique way of uh, getting the best out of people. I think, and and especially if they've got their startup ideas. Uh, and if I came to you with a new project, I think you'd be a great consultant to sort of pull out the best and and and, and get rid of the weak, you know. So, oh, thank um, you so much. Uh, well, do, you, do you want to be my salesman? <laughs> well, I think I've got. I'm, I'm trying to uh, spin a few too many plates at once at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah, no, go, not, come to be wrong. your salesperson as well. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, I would like to. I think. Um, if I can find a way to, to re- as you know, as you said, I, I would very much hope I do that. I mean, getting the best out of people for me is a very logical business choice. I mean, I've never thought that my approach. It's, was... It seems so easy, right, doesn't it, to do that? Yeah. But it's, it's actually quite tough. It's really quite tough. But I think yeah. I've always I've always believed that if you motivate people positively, you get the best from them. And if you get the best from them, actually, people are prepared to go you know, a hundred miles for someone that they work for out of loyalty and love and where they feel acknowledged and valued. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that actually really clever businesses do that very well. We've all read about companies like Google, where they offer people the opportunity to bring their creative ideas to work, to work in a, in a yeah, way that yeah. works for them. I think that's very, very smart. If you recognize that as human beings, we're all seeking connection and value and acknowledgement. And if you let people do that through the work they do, you, you know, you both incentivize them in a very authentic way. They get real value and you and you get, you know, absolute maximum from them. So I, I mean, I think the really exciting, I think there is a very exciting future for us. I think that for, especially for people who perhaps you know, don't come from privileged backgrounds. For people who've traditionally found it hard to break through corporate worlds, for me as a woman, it is very Mm -hmm. difficult to fit into a very traditional corporate structure where everyone in a senior position to you is is probably much older and very likely to be male. As an example, not, you know, not wanting to bang any particular drum. I think the future, you know, is very bright for entrepreneurs, independents, and anybody who needs to work in a non-traditional way. And so I really want to be part of that i would like to be part of nurturing some of that new talent so for me startups entrepreneurs individuals finding a way to be to be more remote and online and seeing how this you know this current crisis changes our industry and makes us think about how we interact with businesses and honestly i think this is a true test because i think businesses not necessarily all the big businesses i think businesses with real customer connection that give real customer value that have strong brands with with something unique to offer will absolutely survive this because they will find ways 
to give value to their customers because they care about their audience. Those are the companies that are going to find a way to survive and it's going to be such an interesting time. Training program coming online very soon. Yeah, I'm in. I think so. If I can, (laughs) if I can... You, if you can connect with more than one person at one, at time, one time on, uh, you know, training them with your methodology and, uh, you know, getting people to buy into what you actually sell. I think that that's the key there because you've definitely got it. And I've seen I've seen you around boardrooms. I've seen you in like face to face with sort of juniors to seniors. And um, if you can get that sort of model put down onto on some sort of online training program, I think you put there's some legs there. No, I, I mean, I, that sounds I mean, that sounds really exciting to me. I mean, if anyone out there has got any ideas, I'm in. I am totally in because I think, no, I've, I've always thought, actually, that, um, you know, it's the Stephen Covey uh, win win, isn't it? If if you are offering something of value and somebody else is somebody else is really benefiting and you find a way to make enough money from that, you can continue adding that value you've got a golden yeah. situation. So, you know, I uh, I have to find a way to make this work logistically, but yeah, absolutely, 100%. I think helping and nurturing new businesses is the goal for me. Well, that's fantastic. Well, it's lovely speaking to you. Yeah, and, you too. Uh, th- thanks for coming on uh, the first season of uh, our Industry Titans podcast. No, and what, and... An exciting, what an exciting project to be part of. I, you know, I salute you for finding new ways to develop your business, given this is a very challenging time for all of us. Yeah, you have to adapt, don't you? And, and you've got to try and... I'm just trying to get the message out to people that hear more about the hospitality industry and certainly behind-the-scenes stuff of projects. They're not going to be able to walk in the front door now and, and see sort of Proud Embankment and do their uh, Denise Van Outen show, but they will get the insights from people like you. So what's your Instagram and socials? So I am Charity Massey 69 and that's probably of the course place you to are. find me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no comment. That was actually a house I lived at, just so we're clear, just so we're clear. What a yeah. great way to finish this one. <laughs> We've kept it so clean. I, I know, the very I'm so last. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. No, it's been a real pleasure. No, no problem. We'll listen, we'll catch up soon. Definitely. All right Thank then, speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Good luck to everybody Bye-bye. out there. Well, that was Charity. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, It was great to have her on the show. She's got some great insights into the industry and uh, we hope after the coronavirus she'll be back on the show and can tell us even more amazing news about what she's getting up to. So we'll leave it there. Um, Please follow myself on Instagram at Liam Norval. Drop me an email as well, liam.norval at poshcotney.co.uk and please follow the website as well, poshcotney.co.uk to find out what services we can offer you in the hospitality industry. Have a great day.